0: it going everybody this is the nitty-gritty my name is chad with me is leonard and we are bringing you another installment of our fever dreams series i had a title for this at pay-per-view we're going to call it a pay-per-view leonard they'd say okay we're going to do the when we do these we'll have to call them pay-per-view events um so i had a title in my head but i don't remember what it was so we're for now we're just going to call this one funky fever dreams okay just you know the last one was twisted fever dreams so why not have a funky fever dreams yeah um and if i think of a better title we'll use that next time
1: all right and, and write it down so you don't forget that's right and, and i can only hope that uh at some point tonight we book uh uh either terry or dory funk or maybe the funkosaurus
0: that's right well one can only hope so yeah you have not checked into one of our fever dream episodes because you're like what is that i don't care They are fun, and what we do is we have a website that generates random names of lists that we put in. We have lists of male wrestlers, female wrestlers, tag teams, belts, all sorts of belts from all eras of wrestling, gimmick matches, and even fictional wrestlers from movies. Mm -hmm. And we generate random matches based on what comes up, and we discuss who we think would win. And I have uh, the rules in a, in a screenshot now. So I always paste them into our videos, just in case people want to see them written down. But uh, we have a lot of fun with it and we are going to get started. And our first match is going to be a triple threat match with the men. And it will be for a random title. Leonard is going to generate that for us. And you we have Well, so
1: I did this before we won the air and actually uh, I ha- I accidentally clicked the gimmick list instead of my belt list. so I'm gonna throw a gimmick on this match as well. That's all right, gimmick match, triple threat for a belt. So we have the artist formerly known as Prince Iakea <laughs> versus most recent WWE run Goldberg. Okay. basically Today Goldberg versus Superface john cena
0: oh wow
1: height oh, of his powers john cena they are in a bull rope match oh and, and it is for the tna x division title of course it is yes and <laughs> i and, and the only i'm gonna say before i let you talk first the only no no i'm gonna let you talk first because this might spoil something i say so you go ahead first since i
0: generated it well i mean we've all seen countless bull rope triple threat matches for the TNA X division title. I know everybody out there has
1: almost on a weekly basis,
0: right? I mean, yeah. So this is an interesting match. Well, we all can probably agree that the artist formerly known as Prince Ikea is going to get his butt kicked in this match. Mm-hmm. There's no way around it. Like he's coming with wherever the other two are going, he's going to be slung around. I guess this isn't a strap match. It's a bull rope match. But yeah. Still- Um, Still,
1: Still, there's a rope connecting all three. Right. He's going along for the ride.
0: Exactly. So this basically comes down to Goldberg, recent Goldberg versus Superface John Cena. And my answer might be a little bit tougher if this was prime Goldberg in WCW, but we're talking about Superface John Cena. And if it's a bull rope match, then strength is a factor. And John Cena's strength has... You know, never been in doubt if you followed his career. Like, he is crazy strong. Uh, So, as strong as Goldberg is, Goldberg would show off that strength in every match he did. So, I will have to go with Superface John Cena here. I was never a big fan of John Cena, but it's kind of hard to pick him over current... It's kind of hard not to pick him over current Goldberg, who almost killed MFers in the ring. So, you know... (laughs)
1: Well, what I was going to say before I threw it to you was I would only pick Goldberg so he could be the X-Division champion because I would love to see Goldberg with the X-Division belt and, like, wrestling against, like, Sanjay Dutt and people. And, I mean, that would just be amazing. I would love that so much. Like, could you imagine, like, an Ultimate X match with Goldberg, like, trying to go... Trying to climb.
0: I actually don't want to imagine that. He would either kill himself or, seriously, like, can you imagine the Amazing Red and Goldberg like up there on Correct. on that ultimate x match like he the amazing it would be a rest in peace situation for sure yes
1: it would be that's the only reason i would put goldberg over and again much like you if this was in his prime wcw run goldberg him versus Super and man that is uh a heck of a match up there and the fact that we have prince ikea in the mix means that he can do the job and goldberg's protected So, yeah, definitely Super Cena. You cannot defeat Super Cena. Super Cena would be like almost unbeatable in my mind in almost nearly all situations. So it's good that hopefully
0: words right there.
1: I know, but and, and that is based on booking. That isn't necessarily based on how well I like him or how good I think he is. But you know, I usually try to approach this with an idea of okay, given booking that as we've traditionally seen these people book or how they've worked in in different federations, what would the outcome be? So that's why I would, I think he's so strong, but yeah, without question, I think John Cena gets the win here and it does help that this is a triple threat so that um, Goldberg can save face.
0: Right. Well, we're in agreement there. So our next match is a match with the women it's first time ever we're doing this here. So we're going to do a gauntlet match. So okay. going to, it's going to be six women total. We're going to start with two. And then whoever wins, we whoever we think would win the first match, that person would get a new opponent. And, you know, I don't know. I'll probably factor in fatigue and stuff into this just to, just to see. But we will see what happens. So, okay. and you know what? I'm not sure if we ever assigned a female nitty-gritty champion here no i
1: don't believe we ever have
0: So this could be for that belt let's do it let's do it and our first competitors are melina and the main roster version of shayna baszler okay (laughs) so leonard why don't you go ahead and while you're talking there i will generate the next name on our list so it's ready to go
1: okay well you know I, i don't know how i would maybe distinguish between nxt baszler and main roster Baszler, NXT Baszler is probably better to most people's minds. Uh, but Melina, I never thought was was much of, of a grappler, especially when you compare her to someone like Baszler. So I think this is an easy walk for Baszler. She probably wins in under three minutes, yeah. maybe five, and that's and and she gets she gets Molina to keep her fresh since this is a gauntlet. Because I could see her making a bit of a run. So Baszler wins round one.
0: Yeah, no, obviously, this is Shayna Baszler all the way. The main roster version didn't get nearly as much of a push uh, nor attention as she got in NXT, but she's still, you know, a badass. And Melina, you know, Melina had okay promo skills, and obviously she was very attractive, but she was never really super talented in the ring. I know that she tried to go that route towards the end there, but, like, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I mean, Shayna Baszler's on a different level. So I would definitely pick Shayna Baszler here. Uh, And so that would mean... She'd be moving. She'd be staying in the ring yes. while the next opponent comes in, which is Gail Kim from TNA. Ooh, yeah. So this is a much better match, in my opinion.
1: I would agree with you there, Gail Kim, TNA Gail Kim. Which I assume we're talking like first run, original run Gail sure. Kim, because uh, she was back and forth a few times. So there yeah. You go. Uh, so original run Gail Kim is probably the strongest, best version of Gail Kim. I think Gail Kim is a heck of a wrestler. I like her a lot. Uh, you know, Baszler's tough, of course. Um, you know, this, this is really tough. You know, it's one of those things where, where my heart wants to say Gail Kim and my brain wants to say Shayna Baszler. This definitely... Usually in a gauntlet match, you get a nice longer portion. And I can see this being the nice longer portion after the quick opener. This could be 10 to 15 minutes itself between these two ladies. A heck of a matchup on its own. Uh, I'm going to go with my brain and give it to Baszler.
0: Ah, Interesting. Interesting, interesting. See, I was like, I was somewhat leaning towards Gail Kim here. This is tough. This would really go either way uh so since we're doing a gauntlet match i'm not gonna like really put my foot down about gail kim winning this although i think there is a chance that she would certainly come out with a win here but uh being that basler is more of an mma specialist and could get a submission in i think that she could pull out a another win that
1: that's kind of where my mind was was going. Gail Kim is more the wrestler. Baszler more as an MMA fighter. So for something like this, I, I lean more towards the fighter.
0: Right. So, Shayna Baszler is getting tired now. Her third yes. opponent is coming out, and it is Candice LeRae. Now, Leonard, do you know a lot about Candice LeRae?
1: I don't know a whole lot about Candice LeRae. I know that she's a person that exists.
0: She's in NXT.
1: Okay.
0: He is. Uh, Is she the one
1: that wears Ms. Pac-Man?
0: That I'm not sure of. She's the wife of Johnny Gargano. Okay. And uh, she's often in main storylines in NXT for the women. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, she's she's a good talent in the ring. I'll just, I'll give my opinion here, Leonard. Go ahead. She's a great talent in the ring, but she's never really been given a super hardcore push as like an unbeatable champion there. She always plays good characters, has good reactions and timing in the ring, but I mean, Baszler is a machine, so I don't think she would be strong enough, even fresh, to beat Baszler here. So,
1: Okay. I was trying to figure out who the lady is that wears the Ms. Pac-Man garb. I'm not finding it. Someone can correct us or you can look that up or I'll find it later. Uh, But I don't believe it's Candice Lurie. So, um... And while I was doing that, I missed. Who did you pick? I picked Shayna Baszler. All right. I'll stay with Baszler as, as well. Since you acquiesced to me last time, I'll go ahead and let you push Baszler through once more.
0: All right. So Baszler is increasingly tired now, and she will be facing Angelina Love.
1: Okay. I, I wish this was Gail Kim, because I think I would, I would give it to Gail Kim at this point. Right. Um, Angelina Love... I mean, she's decent. She's okay. I think she's a nice mix of, like, the hot chick and the wrestler, you know? I think she balances that well because when I initially saw her, it was as, oh, you know, she's trying to do, like, a bimbo-type type role. But then she c- continued to improve and impress, and, you know, and, and I liked a lot of the things that she did with the beautiful people and such forth. Um, this is a really tired chain of Baszler, but I think I still have to go with Baszler.
0: Yeah, no, I would agree. Angelina Love was decent in the ring, just like you said, uh, very much more eye candy though. And that's Mm -hmm. not trying to be an insult to her. She just, she was very, very attractive and you know, she was decent in the ring, but Baszler is known for her skills in the ring and her skills in real life in an MMA setting so i would definitely i would go with baszler here i think that it would be a tough tough uh, match for her at this point but i will go with her here and i really can't think of a better way to end this gauntlet yeah. our final participant mm-hmm. baszler is there she's tired she has nothing left and ronda rousey's music hits oh. <laughs> And out, out comes Ronda Rousey, who is her friend in real life. And yes. they were, you know, I don't know if it was an official stable of the four horse women. But, uh, you know, certainly they were always a lot of times pictured together. Uh, so the idea of these two facing, it, it would be really cool to me now. But, uh, yeah. So, Leonard, I'm going to throw it to you. Uh, I think I know how this is going to go at this point. But
1: yes. You know, this is, you couldn't book this much better, I don't think. You know, right. I mean, you, you give Baszler, you know, an easy opener, a tough middle, a couple decent secondaries, and then Ronda the hits. I mean, the place would go bananas. Uh, so based on the way that Rousey would be booked and the fact that Baszler's got nothing left, I think this would be probably shorter, maybe yeah. no, more, maybe five to seven minutes. But I think Baszler guts it out. Like you get her over by having her gut it out as much as she can. Yeah. Uh, but ultimately, Rousey would get the win.
0: No, I agree. Um, yeah, I, I think that just based on the fact that Rousey is fresh, she's known for her quick finishes, uh, her lightning <laughs> fast arm bars and whatnot. And I, I don't think a a Shayna Baszler who just faced all those other women would be able to top a fresh Ronda Rousey. There's just no way. And to be honest with you, I don't know. I might pick Rousey. Even if Baszler was fresh, like that would be a much better, more evenly, you know, like weighted match, but.
1: Uh, well, well, if you're booking for the future, the idea would be that Baszler would get a, ma- a rematch based on, Oh, you beat me after I went through four women, beat me one-on-one at the top of my game right. you know i think that's how basler
0: you know you protect her a bit in this right. battle and you set up a, a rematch right well that means that ronda rousey is our inaugural nitty-gritty women's champion yes so that would mean that she will be uh facing other contenders along the way in the future yeah so we are going to move on now so last time we did something interesting in that we called it Twisted Fever Dreams because we had our own matches that we created without using the random name generator for like I did one for Leonard and Leonard you know uh, created a match uh, out of the blue for me and it was a lot of fun so we wanted to do something a little bit differently this time and that was the challenge was to create your own tag team so Leonard has created a tag team and so have I And we are going to generate a random tag team based on, you know, and they're going to face whoever Leonard has created. Mm -hmm. So, Leonard, I am going to let you introduce your tag team.
1: Okay, well, I've got a surprise for you. You often surprise me, but I'm going to let you pick my tag team because I've created five. So give me a number from one to five. All right, two. So you have chosen the tag team of the honky-tonk man and King Kong Bundy, known as Honky Kong. (laughs)
0: That's... that's, I should have known that you were going to go based on names. Like, (laughs) I should have... Yes, yes,
1: all my teams are based on on whatever weird name I could come up with.
0: Well, uh, that... (laughs) i would love to see the uh costumes that those guys would have like they would have yeah i I think
1: jimmy hart's the manager and and i would love to see king kong bundy in like the elvis jumps (laughs) with like like a wig with like the elvis
0: (laughs) that would be great um so it'd be over they are going to be facing la resistance
1: Oh, they beat Law Resistance. Yeah, I you think and me they could beat Law Resistance. All well, right.
0: Let's face it; it's not because of Honky Tonk Man. It's because of Bundy. No, no.
1: it's because it's because of Bundy. I I, yeah. I think they they take them out pretty not not pretty easily, but I think you just wind up with. I, I would guess that, that Law Resistance would be the faces. Let's say we're in Canada, so they can be the faces. Sure, and you probably wind up working you know a heat segment on one of them and but bundy would would get the get the big splash in the five count most likely so
0: yeah i'm, I'm gonna even say a lot resistance are technically french right yeah well, they are french canadian aren't they right well, yeah, well either, either way if canada would they probably be more basic. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah so any, anyway anyway I'm, I'm gonna say that that honky kong defeats uh
0: La resistance i could agree with that I, yeah. I think it would be more even than you think it might be okay but, you know, yeah. because if La Resistance corner is the, the honky-tonk man, you know, it would be a tougher match for, for honky-kong. I can't yeah. believe that's the thing that we're talking about now. Um, but, yeah, so I would, I'll pick your team here. Okay. Um, so you have to – now Leonard has to generate a random tag team yes. for my created tag team. Mm-hmm. And I thought of this idea because of an actual podcast that happened recently. So okay. Kurt Angle has his own podcast now. And recently, he and uh, Conrad interviewed Ken Shamrock. So before this podcast even happened, I always thought it one of my dream matches that never happened was Angle versus Shamrock. And when I thought of that idea, I thought, how cool would it be if they were a tag team and they could put like a double ankle lock on someone? (laughs) Because to me, that's like the obvious finisher for them. Isn't it? It has to be. So... That is my tag team, and I—the only name I could think of was uh, the world's most dangerous tag team. Uh, yeah, that's good. I could probably think of something better if given time, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. So my tag team is Kurt Angle and Ken Shamrock. All
1: right. So, at, at any uh, longtime listeners know that the tag list doesn't give us names of the people in the team and includes stables. Oh, geez. So you have the Nation of Domination. And I say, I get to pick the members and you're, and your guys are going to face the rock and Farouk.
0: Oh, wow. See that would, this would be a really good match. Yeah, I think, I think it would it, be. Um, but based on, well, you know, it, it wouldn't be as, as obvious to me, but it's my tag team that I created. So yes. I can't see Kurt Angle and Ken Shamrock losing to this era of the rock and Farouk, um, you know, nation of domination rock and Farouk I think would have to do the job yes for my team
1: yeah I agree with you I think your team does go over and it's probably uh Farouk taking the loss so then the rock can yell at him you know because that was always the storyline once the rock started rising up Farouk started to come down so I think that could be built into that but definitely I think your team wins and in case you're going to say it next I believe the world's most dangerous tag team could defeat honky kong as
0: well yeah i'm glad i'm glad that you went there because in my head i was like oh man my team would would destroy honky kong (laughs) but i don't want you to tell me what your other teams are because we're going to bring this back at some point okay i'm gonna
1: save them i'm gonna i'm gonna save them Uh,
0: yeah i I, I, i've
1: only got i I will say this there on my list there is one team that i think could give uh the world's most dangerous tag team and run for their money so therefore i've got one decent team all right everything else is just a bunch of random dudes but anywho (laughs) let's continue on
0: all right well our next match is going to be fictional characters and it's going to be a triple threat match all the characters that you know from movies that were wrestlers there are not many of those yeah but uh we are going to <laughs> we're gonna get into it here. I actually like this. So the triple fat match is the Ayatollah from the wrestler. Okay, so that's Ernest Miller, which would be Ernest Miller, and he will be facing Thunderlips from Rocky Three. Okay, and they also will be facing Bonesaw McGraw <laughs> from Spider Man so what a match though this this really would be i think it would be really entertaining can you just imagine like people listening to this might be like oh man this that sounds like it might be crap with ayatollah in there i think it would be so entertaining Mm -hmm. to see ernest miller in that character go against these two guys i think the theatrics alone would be fun but to me, this answer is obvious, and I'll tell you why it's obvious. It's because of the eras of the guys. Okay. In my opinion, I'm, maybe you're thinking along the same lines. So Bonesaw McGraw was obviously Randy Savage, and it was Randy Savage when he was older. Uh, he was still in very good shape, but it was an older Randy Savage. And Thunderlips might as well be AWA Hulk Hogan. Yes. So that 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 is peak Hogan, and mm-hmm. I. I can't see how he walks away from this without winning. I, you know, it has to be Thunderlips.
1: I, I I would agree with you there. You know, I've always wanted to, I, I told you, I've talked about how I do fancy wrestling booking and stuff. And I've always wanted to get Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage and use them as Thunderlips and Bones the McGraw, <laughs> like put them against each other. Um, and do that with other guys too. Like, like, draft people but use them as the wrestling characters and such anyway um, yeah i think you're right and I, and I think the ayatollah would add a fun element to it the thing it, especially if this was like uh like all-american hulk hogan versus the ayatollah but you know Thunderlips was is more of a heel i don't know who's working face here i guess bone saw's working face or this could be a, a, all three heels um But, yeah, I I don't think he he adds or detracts from it too much. Uh, I I think, uh, if anything, against I think logically booking-wise, I don't think Bonesaw or Thunderlips won a job, so the Ayatollah would take the job from any Uh, of these guys. But, yeah, if we're thinking the actual wrestler in the role at the period, the fact that you have the older end-of-his-career Randy Savage against the start of his career, Hulk Hogan, who we've called the best version of Paul Hogan, the AWA version. Right. I think it would be very hard to go a different different way here. So you know what would be tough would be AWA Hulk Hogan, who is our current Fever's Dreams world champion, our Galaxy United champion, whatever.
0: That's right, yeah.
1: Versus Thunderlips. That would be tough. Versus AWA, because it's the same guy. That thought
0: thought just occurred to me too. Yeah. I know who I would pick. Oh, who would you pick? I actually know who I would pick if that were a match. I would pick Thunderlips. Because and why would you go with Thunderlips? Thunderlips is cockier and more aggressive. I feel. Okay, I give and, you that. And uh, there's more. I don't know. There's just there's more to that character. Like he's more ruthless. I would say.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'd give. I'd. I'd give you that. So we have that. We have that answer. But yeah, yeah Thunderlips would would win this fictional contest fairly easily.
0: Well, our next match, uh, Leonard is going to generate the names. I have generated the gimmick. It's going to be right. a fatal four-way match. And the mm-hmm. winner is going to be our number one contender for the next time we do a fever Dreams match.
1: All right. So uh, do you, uh, you want to give the gimmick first? Because I'm going to be a second the, getting the guys here. All
0: right. Well, you are not going to like it. OK. These four guys are going to face each other in a Firefly Flun- Funhouse match.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> All right, so facing off in a Firefly Funhouse match, we have Matt Hardy version one. Uh, you know, if it was Broken Dreams Matt Hardy, I would go with him easy. That'd be your winner. Because <laughs> yeah. he knows how to do this.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah,
1: like like he can manipulate the magic of the Funhouse. That's, that's the feud we wish we got and we did yes. Okay, so version one Matt Hardy versus Spike Dudley. Oh. Versus Carrion Cross versus Dr. Tom Pritchard.
0: Oh my gosh. (laughs) Like, I don't even know I don't even know what to say here. So we gotta remember this is a Firefly fun fun funhouse match. So Carrion Cross is the current NXT champion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They are giving him a huge push. Like, I mean, they are really obviously high on him. I would expect to see him on the main roster very soon. Uh, you know, he's good and, all, and he has uh, Scarlett with him, who's very attractive and all. I, I, you know, I'm not sure I quite understand yet why they're so high on him, but he is, he, he's a big guy and decent in the ring. Um, and then Dr. Tom Pritchard. I, you know, I feel like it's being that it's a Firefly Funhouse match, Matt Hardy version one wouldn't know what to do with himself. And neither would Dr. Tom Pritchard. So I feel like this comes down to Spike Dudley and Karrion Cross. Mm-hmm. Now, being that it's a number one contenders match, you would think we you know, we should go with Karrion and Cross, because who else is gonna match up? I'm gonna go with Spike Dudley. I think Spike Dudley is just crazier. And I think that based on the fact that this isn't just wrestling, I feel like Spike Dudley has the intellect. To confuse, carry and cross, and win this match. So I don't even know what my logic is there, or mm-hmm. even if it makes any sense. Mm-hmm. But Spike Dudley. Okay.
1: Well, here's my logic. Here, Spike Dudley's finisher was the Acid Drop, correct?
0: Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah.
1: I mean, that was that what it was called in ECW. That's, so I believe, what was called in ECW was the Acid Drop, and then yeah. they, they they changed that for WWE. But my logic is this, Spike Dudley with the acid drop is going to drop acid before the Fevered Firefly Funhouse Fever Dream fight, whatever we're calling it. So therefore, he's going to be able to navigate the world of the Firefly Funhouse because he is already in an altered state. That's And, and due to that, he is going to be able to get the surprise win over carry and cross so i'm gonna go with you and i'm gonna give the win to a uh tripping on acid
0: spike dudley. i can't believe we agreed on this i really can't spike dudley is our number one contender and he will face either dx Shawn michaels or awa hogan which is our uh our main event for, oh man for this show so it will be there is no random name hmm. dx Shawn michaels won the match that leonard created for me where mm-hmm. it was four different versions of sean michaels facing yep. each other and he became the number one contender because he beated all those versions of himself and one of those versions had god with it so by default like dx Shawn michaels had to be the number one contender uh awa hogan has defeated quite a few people over mm-hmm. our Beaver dreams installments that we've done uh, including nwa rick flair and uh Rick Rude from WCW, Steve mm-hmm. Austin from WCW, all those people. So, I don't know. This would be – I hate – you know what? I hate to admit it, okay. but I feel like based on the fact that this is peak Shawn Michaels, I, I, I could see him coming out with a victory here. Okay. Uh, as, as good as Hogan is and was in AWA, as big and strong as he is, Mm-hmm. I feel like Sean might be a better technician and smarter in the ring than Hogan was at this stage of his career. So I can certainly see a uh, super kick or maybe even a screw job. <laughs> you know, hey, we're creating this out of thin air, right? So, so, so. I, would, I would pick the ex Shawn Michaels.
1: You know, that, that is, is a fair assessment. I know that we said before when it was AWA Hogan that it would be very hard to picture someone defeating him. Uh, and when we talked about the four Shawn Michaels facing each other, the DX Shawn Michaels is the one that probably has the most political stroke behind the scenes and would use it, um, where AWA Hogan, as, as we know, didn't because he never got the title off of Bachwinkle, You know, Vern never gave it to him. So given what you said, plus me adding in the way that Michaels could politic backstage... And this is very interesting considering the match that we know that Michaels and Hogan had, which was nothing but politics behind the scenes, which yeah, wound true. up giving us what we got. Um, I would say that that Michaels would use the stroke to win and that um, Hogan really couldn't do a whole lot about it. So I, I would agree with you. And I would
0: say we're going to move the belt to DX era Shawn Michaels. Right. And he has a tough opponent lined up for him now mm-hmm. in tripping on acid, Spike Dudley. <laughs>
1: Now, for Is that, the Spike Dudley have to be on acid.
0: I feel like since can we created it, like since you created it, it has to be a new character entered into the list. Okay. On acid, Spike Dudley. We we can alter the list as we go along, right? Yes. Yeah. they can make our own creations.
1: There you go. So
0: obviously, if this were a straight up match, it would be an obvious outcome. But we're gonna attach a gimmick to it next week. Next okay. time. Next week. But next time we do this, next time we do it, we will attach a gimmick to it. And as we've seen, depending mm-hmm. on the gimmick, you never know Was. who will come mm-hmm. out the victor. Obviously, this is just our opinion. So, yeah. And you know what? Spike needs a little
1: extra help. So I'm going to give him a manager as well. So there he's going to have go. a manager and a gimmick. We're going to give Spike a little help.
0: That's right. That's right. And, uh, you know, hopefully he's able to use that help because if it's like an elimination chamber, he's, you know, that's... <laughs> right. It's not going to do much <laughs> help it. It's so an elimination chamber with two guys. So he's got to hope that Firefly Funhouse comes up again. <laughs> Basically. Yes. That's it.
1: Or maybe something really ECWE,
0: you know. Oh, that's true. Yeah, like a like a,
1: uh, like a triple Singapore cane match or th- I don't throw, know throw 18 one. shares at a guy.
0: Yeah, I need to throw those in there. Yeah. Um, and by the way, I added some people to the fictional list. I actually added Octo Frank <laughs> and Jimmy the Swordfish, I think, was the other one. Yes. And I don't even know how we would argue if those names come up because we don't know what they look like
1: Uh, that's true i think we can picture them in our i kind of picture them working a gangster gimmick
0: (laughs) how you i don't think we have a long enough show for you to explain why octo frank is a gangster (laughs) that's
1: a good point that's we won't get into it we won't get into
0: it yeah next time next time maybe Octo frank will
1: come up yeah if he comes up i will explain octo frank's backstory so he (laughs) has to come up
0: though yeah so that's leonard's assignment for next time so (laughs) thank you for joining us. We are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify now. Uh, Feel free to give us a uh, a five-star review there. It would certainly help. Uh, If you'd rather check us out on YouTube, uh, you can like our video, subscribe to our channel. We always add the video element to it when it's on YouTube. So for Leonard, my name is Chad, and we will see you next week.